Here's another inspiring message from Northside Community Church, Sydney. Please take a seat. Welcome to Northside. If we haven't met, I'm Sam. I'm the senior minister here. It's great to have you this Christmas day and to be remembering uh, the reason for the season, I guess, is what we say uh, when we gather like this. Uh, Look... In the next hour or so, if you're lucky enough, uh, if you're blessed enough, uh, you are going to be inundated with a whole range of strange objects, depending on how blessed you are. Um, They will be gifts, and these gifts will be crafted and curated uh, by loved ones or friends, and uh, a lot of thought would have gone into these gifts, because uh, these gifts were really, as we know, uh, gifts say a lot when the giver gives the gift. I mean, if, if, I, if I, for example, went to my family gathering and I've got a bag full of mouthwash and the CSIRO diet book and uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People, you know, whoever gave that to me would be saying, well, you've got bad breath, you're fat, you stink and you need some friends, right? Because gifts... Gifts always carry a message with them, right? Uh, And, you know, some of you are those types of givers that like to send a little bit of a message with your gifts. And so gifts always send a little bit of a message. And the gift at Christmas, because it's quite common for us to talk about Jesus as a gift at Christmas time, right? Like that's probably as as Christianese as it gets. Uh, At Christmas, we talk about Jesus being a gift to us. and, And gifts say... Uh, a lot of things. And as you go to open these gifts today, I want you to consider what the gift of Jesus says to you this Christmas. Because there's going to be a range of different types of gifts that you're going to receive. I'm just going to prep you. That's why you come to church on Christmas Day. I'm going to prep you for whatever it is that you're going to receive. But you're going to receive three different types of gifts. And they kind of relate to how people receive the gift of Jesus. The first is is this thing. Anyone know what the heck this thing is? Yeah, what is that, sweetie? Yeah, yeah, exactly. To me, this is a gift that I don't want and I don't need, right, in my house. <laughs> there are gifts like that, right? And we can, we can see Jesus Christ as that type of gift. Um, there are people in the world that see Jesus Christ. I, you, know, you say the Christianese and they go, don't want it, don't need it. Next, let's move on. And as we saw from the passage uh, that we read from just then this morning, it says in verse 11, Today in the town of David, David, a Savior has been born to you. A Savior has been born. And if it says this gift of Jesus that a Savior has been born, really what that says to us is we're in more trouble than we realize. If Jesus is the gift of a Savior, then we're in more trouble than we realize, to which you say, come on, mate, like... um, (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not in trouble. I, I, I don't need a saviour. I don't need saving from anything. You know, when, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, this is how we really knew that we were in trouble in our house, is that we had a two-storey house with wooden floorboards on the first storey because we'd done a reno underneath well, one of those old 80s houses with the floorboards. And this is how we knew with siblings, you could kind of get away with a few different 
scuttles, a few different elbows as siblings, but this is when you knew that you're really in trouble as a kid, is that in our house you would, you would, you would hear this stomping. Anyone have this in a two-story house with their parents? You knew you were really in trouble when you could hear the, st- we'd hear the stomping and dad had to come downstairs, right? And when the message of Christmas says that there's stomping at the door, when it says that to us a saviour has been born, in simple terms, dad's come downstairs. Uh, to which a, a lot of you say, I'm fine, right? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, look, so often we preachers, you know, talk about, well, you know, you need Jesus to be saved from your sin. That's such a confusing word. Really, you know, sin is not necessarily good deeds or bad deeds or whatever it is that you've done this year that you shouldn't. <laughs> you know, sin is simply self-interest nurtured. And I'm sure that there's many of us know that there's a little bit of that in our lives over the last year. <laughs> and I come to realize that, yeah, I'd sometimes just ask my lovely wife, I need saving from myself. <laughs> I do need a savior, but someone who's not yet a Christian doesn't quite understand that we need saving. Uh, the gift where you don't really want it, you don't think you need it, next. <laughs> That's one way to receive Jesus. <laughs> Uh, but then there's this gift. Some of you are going to receive this gift, aren't you? Right? <laughs> you just know that you're going to get this gift in an hour's time, right? And I, um, I hate and I love this gift because this is, this is the gift that I don't want, but I really do know I need. Right? That's what, that's what this, this gift is. And we can see Jesus in exactly the same way. You know, Jesus, for many of us, particularly right Christians, is that there are times when we feel that uh, we... We don't want Jesus, but we know that he's the gift that we really need. Um, Jesus comes into our life um, and he leads us out of the complications of it all. Is it just me? Have you noticed that when you grow up, Christmas becomes increasingly complicated? (laughs) Is it just me or is when you grow up, you notice that uh, many of us will be moving into situations today where you're telling yourself when you leave this room, I must be on my best behavior. I must be on my best behavior. Um, When you leave this room, you'll become more and more aware as you get around certain people that there are problems we can't solve and people we can't control and expectations we can't meet. And then we'll also come to realize that I'm a problem I can't solve and I'm the person that I can't seem to control and I set expectations that others can't meet, right? (laughs) You know, it's, it says in this passage, he is the Messiah, he is the Lord. I struggle to lead my own life. And a Lord has been sent to us, a gift that we don't necessarily want, but when we think about it, we know that we need for him to lead us out of this life of self-interest into the life that he wants for us and wants us to live. We really don't want a Lord, but if I push you, I would suggest you wherever you are in the faith spectrum, you know that you need someone as worthy as Jesus to lead your life. That's what that gift is. And then there's this one, <laughs> this gift. Um, I got this gift for my 18th birthday. And I was so dirty about it <laughs> that I got this. You know why? Because you know what my best friend got for his 18th birthday? Some of you know, I'll share this with you. My best mate got for his 18th birthday a VW Golf GTI, right? I got a Bible. <laughs> you add that up. You know what this gift represents? 
This is the gift when you didn't even know that you wanted it. But it's absolutely everything that you would eventually need. And Jesus often for many of us can be that gift for us as well. The gift where we look around at everything else and Sam, oh, what are you talking about? Jesus is a gift. You know, maybe that is you this morning. You look at Jesus as a gift like Sam, look at a Bible for his 18th birthday. Jesus is that gift where at this moment in time, you don't even want Jesus. You don't even think that you need Jesus. But you come to realize that he was everything that you felt that you need. I wanted a Golf GTI. That would have made my Christmas. But have you found this as, as we grow up? Have you found this that the more that we grow up, that it takes bigger and bigger presence to satisfy the wants and the desires of our hearts have you ever noticed that and i i'm sure if you pushed me i'm sure if i did get a golf gti for this christmas it probably wouldn't do the trick probably wouldn't do the trick for you um it'd be nice hun if we could try next christmas okay all right robot puppies it is <laughs> c.s lewis said if i find in my heart desires that I can never truly satisfy, then I can only conclude I wasn't meant for here. And friends, can I suggest that this Christmas, no matter how amazing, whatever present or how well thought the gift that you receive from people this year is, there will be still something in your heart that yearns for more. And you'll come to recognize that the presence that we truly yearn for at Christmas is His presence. Not with the TS, preacher being clever, but the presence CE. God with us. If I find in myself desires, I never truly satisfy. I must conclude, I'm not meant for here. So allow every one of these gifts this morning to point you not only to the way in which you might be receiving Jesus this year. Some of you may have been dragged along to church. Some of you may be watching on. Maybe some of you are here and you don't want to be. Maybe some are here, it's your last shot and Jesus is the sort of gift where, you know what, don't want it, don't need it. He's like an infuser. He just gives me a headache if I get too close to him, <laughs> right? Maybe Jesus, for many of us Christians, have got to remember this Christmas that he's like a great pair of socks. Come on, we all love him. We love him, but we can't stand him because we know that, that it's, it's the gift that we don't really want, but we know that we need as he leads us into the life outside of ourselves. But most of all, maybe, just maybe, uh, Jesus, maybe not at a point today, not at a point this afternoon when you're in that food coma at about three o'clock, maybe in a point of quietness, you'll come to understand this is the gift I was always looking for. You know, there's a guy that just texted me this morning that's now part of our church that has understood this type of gift. And all of a couple of weeks ago, he decided to start following Jesus. He came in here because a relationship busted up. He came in here thinking, Jesus is a gift that I don't really want and I don't really need, but I'm talking to a pastor and I may as well hang out at church. And then he started hanging out at church a little bit longer and then he started to realize that Jesus was more like a pair of socks. Maybe it's the gift that I do think that I need. But he said to me at a table at a cafe just across the road, he said, Sam, I can't explain it. Life is joyful. I see things differently. And I think that this is what I've needed all along and his story this Christmas continues the legacy of many of your stories 
and many of the stories that have gone before. Because the joy of Christmas this year is not that something's happening and that we've got stuff on the tree or we've even got robot puppies. <laughs> the joy of Christmas is not that something's happening, but that something happened. It's said that these shepherds went and they saw that something happened. Let's go tell the world that. And from a little backwater town called Bethlehem, it went from Bethlehem out to Jerusalem and then from Jerusalem out into Syria and then from Syria across to Turkey, from Turkey across to Rome and then Rome across the boats in England and then England from there, a thing called the Protestant Reformation that came across on these other boats called the First Fleet and it came down and here we sit in Crow's Nest today. Something happened. Something happened. And it's a gift that was given to us. It may not be the gift that you want, but it's certainly the gift that you need. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the gift of your son this morning. And wherever we sit in the faith spectrum, I would pray that your Holy Spirit would touch our hearts with what it might mean for us to receive this gift from you this morning, Lord God. We pray in particular for those who have hearts that are hurting this year, those that are lonely, those that are watching in, those that may not be experiencing the temporal and the situational joy that many of us will experience this morning, this Christmas. But I pray for each person within the sound of my voice that you would honour the worship that we are giving you this morning, our presence here amongst your presence. May it lift us up into a reality beyond ourselves. May that bring us hope, may it bring us courage, may it bring us strength, may it bring us joy this Christmas, I pray. In your mighty name, Amen. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to find out more about Northside, visit northsidechurch.org.au.